How many of you remember the subprime crisis, the 2008 housing crash here in the United States? If you remember, it took the market down substantially. If that same thing happened to the second largest economy in the world, what would be the consequences? And it would it be confined to China? China at the verge of a collapse in their economy as a result of an overextension, bad credit, bad lending. We're going to see banks crash in China. What is that going to affect the U.S. market? Will it bring the U.S. market down? Much as when the U.S. market uh, subprime crisis occurred, it spread across the world. Are we in for another crash in the next couple months? I've been predicting this, if you'll remember, for about a year and a half now. Let's take a close look at this because this could be real important. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. Yesterday morning, that would be Monday, Becky Quick on Squawk Box greeted me with the news that China, surprisingly, had lowered their interest rates. And the market was confused about it. Becky was very confused about it. And I thought, what's going on? Why would they be lowering their interest rates? And then I remembered, I've done 23 videos on why China was not a good place to invest your money. 23 videos since March 27th, 2020. I've told you, get away from China. They've got problems. More recently, uh, I would guess in the last six months, I've been telling you about Evergrande. As I dug deeper into Becky's news, I found out that Evergrande has, in fact, defaulted on the $300 billion worth of real estate that they put up, that they can't finish, that the citizens now of China are refusing to pay their mortgages on. And China has reacted by saying, we've got to stimulate this economy. We've got runs on the banks. We've got a situation out of hand. And I thought, I've seen this before. I saw this in 2008. I saw the banks default and Lehman Brothers shut down. What does that do to the stock market? And so I thought, let me look back and see. And I wanted to share with you what it did to the stock market, not only in the United States, but around the world. Let's take a look at it. 1.7% here, a loss of 37 points or so. Apple shares are just getting hammered this morning. We're down by between 3 and 4.5% generally across these markets. Let's talk about the speed with which we are watching this market deteriorate. We're red everywhere, essentially, down by 4 5%. We're down over 16%. Dow, at the same time, has fallen about 18%. The stock market is now down 21%. Because we're now down 43%. What in the world is happening on Wall Street? So that's what it looked like on, on TV from around the world. 
our subprime crisis, our bad lending practice, our over-leveraging uh, put us in a position that the market crashed. And was it a surprise? It, it was to the market, but it really wasn't. I would ask you to read the book, The Big Short, and watch the movie. There's a link to both in the, in the description. So we knew it was going to happen, but the market didn't know it was going to happen. Or I guess it would be better to say they didn't believe it was going to happen. What I think we know now is we've got the same scenario set up for uh, China to go into a subprime crisis, a banking crisis. Uh, will the ripples come across the Pacific Ocean? I think they will. Um, when one bank fails, I know that the U.S. banks are extended into, um, into uh, China. But let's look at a chart and let's see exactly what this might look like and how long it might last and what we should do is, is it real and should we react? This is what all of that looked like on a uh, trading views chart. As you can see right here, um, the S&P dropped 57% over that period of time. Then it took from uh, April 09 to uh, May of 13 to recapture that loss. And the recapture was basically facilitated by that blue line, and that is the increase in debt. So we went from a national debt of $8 trillion in 2008 to $18 trillion in 2018. That is, we pumped a, a trillion dollars into our economy to get us out of that subprime crisis. The question is, here we are now, we've got something of a bear market rally, but is the China subprime crisis, real estate crisis, going to bring us down? So that's what it looked like in 2007, 2008, and for the subsequent years. And I guess the question is, is it going to happen again? Well, Michael Berry, the guy who predicted the subprime crisis and the, the, what the book is about and the movie is about, um, has again just this week come out with a tweet that is saying, get ready for it again. He didn't basic, he didn't pinpoint the uh, situation in China, but he said the market was due for another crash. And I think he's probably right because you just can't have that big of a strain on an economy, the second largest economy in the world, and not have ripple effects. You can't have that many banks, which I believe will fail. You can't have the people rushing the banks right now, refusing to pay their mortgages. And so what is China going to do? Well, what did the United States do and what did the rest of the world do? They printed money. Is China in a position to print money? Yes, most definitely is. Whereas our situation is that our national debt is about 115% of our gross domestic product. That means that we owe the world uh, 150% of the goods and services that we produce in uh, the last year uh, to the world. We owe that debt. China's situation, on the other hand, 
has a the second largest uh, gross domestic product, but their debt only amounts to 10%. Remember, ours is 115. Their debt amount, amounts to 10%. So in essence, what's happened over the last 40 years is the world decided that they were going to buy all their stuff from China, and we just flooded China with the money, our money, Europe's money, everybody's money into China to buy their stuff. And now they overbuilt their economy. Is this unusual? No, this is what normally happens. You get a exuberant community. That it's the dot-com bubble. It's the subprime crisis all over. You get this exuberance that, hey, the world is wonderful and everything's are going our way. Let's build more buildings. Well, the bankers say, hey, we'll lend you some more money. In fact, as the lending is given out, it's then they only hold back 10% and reserve, and they relend the money that they that people bring in. So it, it's a, a vicious cycle. We have never learned from it. We continue to follow it, and now it's in China. And I believe you're going to see a ripple across the pond. Uh, I believe you're going to see China's economy fail. You're going to see China pump a lot of money into the markets. Uh, now the question becomes whose currency is the preferred currency? And we've talked about this before. Um, we've got conflicting opinions. I did a video just yesterday where I told you that um, Peter Zeon, uh, the economist, has basically said, predicted that China's economy would fail. He did not lay it on the the uh, subprime crisis or the, the real estate crisis that is happening. Instead, he said it has to do with their uh, demographics, that their their population is decreasing, and uh, they, thus they won't have the, the workers, they won't have the consumers as well, and we, as a part of deglobalization, are already cutting back on our purchases every chance that we can. So China's in in a mess, and that's fine, I guess, as long as you don't own Chinese companies, but is it then going to ripple across the ocean? Uh, and, and I just tell you, it did the last time this happened. It did when the world's largest economy had a run on their banks. That was 2008, the Lehman Brothers. Watch the movie, read the book. And so I come down and I ask myself the question, is it time to go to cash? Is it time to say this is going to tumble? We know that the world will be okay on the other side of it because of artificial intelligence and machine, loan, uh, machine learning and quantum computing and genome therapy and genome editing. We know technology is going to bring us out of this. Do we sit back and say, Okay, it may crash, but I want to stay in my positions in case it doesn't. But the, it keeps coming that back to, can it not? Can we survive the breakup, the, the, the demise 
of the second largest economy in the world. I don't think we can. I think we're in for some tough times. So let me tell you what I'm doing. The first thing I'm doing is I don't own any uh, Chinese stocks. I've told you that for a long time. I don't own any Tesla. I do own some Apple. I think they can keep the people in the factories in China uh, to produce the iPhones for Apple. But I think the still the overall economy is going to come to almost a halt. Uh, what I am doing is, some of you know, I do have some money in China um, through a brokerage account. I will be liquidating that brokerage account and moving that money to the U.S. shores. Uh, those of you who need to know what I'm talking about know what I'm talking about. Uh, but at the same time, am I ready to go to cash? Am I ready to sell my Editus and my, my CRISPR and my Caribou? Am I ready to sell my Amazon and Microsoft? Am I ready to get out of the stocks that I am convinced will take me and my children and my grandchildren into the digital revolution 3.0 and the healthcare revolution? I don't know. Do I think I have some time? Yeah, I do. Because, and why do I think I have some time? As the rest of the, we all know, the rest of the world is raising interest rates. But Becky Quick yesterday told me that China is lowering the interest rates. I haven't seen much else, any talk, anything in the Wall Street Journal. I'll look to make sure. I haven't heard anything about it. So what I'm thinking is this is the same thing as Michael Berry coming out in 2006, I believe it was, and saying this this real estate crisis is going to happen and nobody paying attention to it because basically they don't want it to be true, okay? So I think we got some time. And so what I'm going to ask is you, uh, as a viewer, as a, a subscriber to this channel, I want you to do your research, and I want you to share it with me. And where you can share it with me is at our Discord. I want to create a community that, that puts their ear to the ground and says, here's what I've learned. Here's why I think you should liquidate your portfolio carry, uh, and, and here's why I think you shouldn't. And if we put our heads together, we can make a better investment decision than we can and as individual. Again, I want you to understand, Becky Quick told me yesterday, Monday, that China is lowering their interest rates. They're trying to take the pressure off of their community as they're dealing with continued coronavirus, but they're also dealing with this run on their banks. They're trying to take the pressure off. Why? I think I told you why. Their, their real estate crisis is, is inevitable. Is it going to then ripple across the Pacific Ocean and, and, and the Black Sea and, and everywhere else? And are we going to go through a crash and then emerge as technology brings us out of it? I'm not smart enough to have the answer to this. 
I need your help. And that's what I'm soliciting. Uh, go to Best of Us Investors and come to our Discord. We'll have a meeting this Friday. Um, it's our what we call our stock talk. And we're going to discuss this. And I'm going to solicit your opinion. And I'd like you to be there. Uh, if you can't be there, come to the Discord and give your input. This is an opportunity um, or this is a disaster. It all depends on if we get it right. It's, it's a tremendous opportunity if it happens and we're sitting in cash and we get to buy in at the bottom. All right, that's, that's the best I got today. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Thank you.